Hey guys, my name is Essence. And I'm Renee. And welcome back to Her Soul Speaks. I almost said Her Soul Sings. <laughs> Too early. Um, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> All right, let's get there then. Let's do it. Uh, Her Soul Sings for this week. Um, I noticed one thing that we do is we always say, it's a really good song. So I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> they are really good songs. Because I mean, yeah, like that's the idea. That's why yeah. we're setting them. So anyway, so my song for this week is called Overflow by Ryan Ellis. Um, he's just the whole vibe. I'm yeah. a big fan of um of his music. And so yeah, that's my song for this week. What about you? My song for Her Soul Sings is Forever by Jason Nelson. And you never heard of this one? I mean, forever is like one of those words. Yeah, that that's true. It could be five 17 songs. Christian songs I can think of right now. It's that. true. You know what's so funny about this song too? It's not even like super blow you away i just okay. think that it came in a specific season in my life mm. so you know those songs that just come at a certain time you have a certain attachment to like, it yeah you're obsessed with yeah. it because of how it came about exactly and how it like makes you feel and stuff so go check out those songs um for the week of course as always all of our songs and our notes and everything will be down in the show notes in the yes. description so if you guys want to look them up on spotify you know after you listen to the podcast and whatever yeah <laughs> go ahead and do that so it's my game week yes i'm excited and i have a game for you renee oh okay. wait we didn't even wait. say what this episode's about oh right okay this is the interview episode guys part yes. one of two and today i'm interviewing renee mm -hmm. it's going to be all about her relationship, her love life, her marriage. It's all about Renee today. So Yay. sit back, get your tea, <laughs> get your popcorn, grab your coffee in your car, whatever, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. It's about Renee today. Okay. Yeah. And if you stick around next week will be about me, mm -hmm. but today's my game week. And so I'm going to be playing this game with Renee and it is called one word. Okay. So I'm going to give you, um, something to describe and you have to describe that thing with, with one, one word. word. Oh. Okay. Wow. Let's okay. start real easy. Okay. Describe in one word, sorry. Describe your husband. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like one of those chocolate kisses and it has like a little note on the mine? Mine. Okay. Number two. In one word, describe being a stay-at-home mom. Or what it's like being a stay-at-home mom, I should say. <laughs> what it was like. What it was um, like, yeah. Hectic. Mm, why why <laughs> hectic? Because it just was like a lot of people just assume that you're staying home. So it just makes everything like easy. Like, yeah, you can just do this whenever I did it. But no, like it's still just as much responsibility as checking into a nine to five. And if not even worse, because now the expectation is like that you get everything in order because you're at home. But yeah, like, true. No, like your kids are constantly on you. Like, yeah, white on rice. So, yeah. All right. In one word, describe your first year of marriage. Oh. Fun. Fun. That's yeah. good. That's good. What made it fun? I mean, not to say the rest of the years weren't fun, <laughs> but what was it about the first year that made it fun? Um, It was just fun, like learning each other in this new environment of now living together and just having that, like the title of like husband and wife. Like mm -hmm. it was just, yeah, it was cool. Like we got to do so many things together and not have to worry about curfew and all that good stuff. Curfew. <laughs> <laughs> it was just good. Okay, so. last one. In one word, describe what it was like leaving the nest. Oh my goodness, hard. Hard. I knew that Super one would be hard. hard. That yeah. one would be hard for you. I, yeah. Explain just, to the people why. I just love my family. I just love, I mean, not to say that other people don't, but like, <laughs> yeah, we're just very close-knit. Like there was this, we've never had like issues or anything like that. We're just very, 
family-oriented family. Like, we love to be around each other. We love to do things together. Um, my brother and I have a super, super close relationship. And we're just, yeah, like, it, it wasn't like I had moved out before or anything like True, that. True, yeah. So I think it really changes things. Because now it's like, yeah. okay, I'm not even going to come and visit you. Like, you're a whole new woman. Yeah. You, like, have a, a husband. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just changes the dynamics of being even a daughter like that's true yeah so yeah it was really hard (laughs) thanks for playing all right so let's get into the interview section don't be nervous (laughs) i don't bite um okay so guys we're just gonna um get into this interview well i should say for the next two episodes because a lot of the times in the podcast we have to reference back to certain things that you guys may not know, like the full story or whatever. So this is kind of like the reference point for you guys to go back to these episodes to kind of know uh, my background, Renee's background, how we got into relationships with our husbands, what our husbands are like, what our kids are like, how many we have, all of those fun things, all those yeah. questions. So now um, it's kind of like the tea on our marriage life and our relationship life. So um Let's Sit back and relax. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, okay. Let's just start simple. Tell us what your single life was like before you got married. Um, it was it was good. It was fun. It was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I before I got married, I was went from high school to university, so I was you know busy with that life, like being dedicated to getting my schoolwork done, but also having um just in a life outside of that. I was working. Um, I hung out with my friends a lot, constantly at each other's house, the, the sleepovers and just the, the foolishness, the lack of, yeah. Like <laughs> there was no like accountability to any other counterpart. It was just like me living my life, staying up as late as I wanted to. And it was good, honestly, like invasion teams, like going mm. to different, um, you know, places in the States, mainly, I'm in some in Canada as well, like outreaches and stuff like that, but just making, making those times like full, do you know what I mean? Like, so did you intentionally, did you intentionally do that or that's just, just naturally how it was? Cause some people may be like, man, I know in maybe in the next few years I might get married up. I'm going to live up my single life. Or was yeah. it just kind of like, I'm living it up regardless. Yeah. I was definitely living it up regardless because I've never looked at marriage to be a tie down situation. Mm. And I feel like when you're a perspective on marriages that you can do just as much, if not more with someone else, or at least have someone else to do it with, then it ch- changes things. So for me, like, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I got to get this done because when I get married, I'm not going to get to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, like, I'm doing this because I want to. And when I get married, I hope that I can continue. I know it's going to look different because that's just life. Yeah, but, naturally, yeah. But yeah. So what was your perspective on marriage before you got married? Like, mm-hmm. what was your background with your parents, your family, even in media? What was your concept of marriage like? Did you think you would get married? Or was that something you would do later on in life? I know, mm-hmm. obviously... Um, you were a Christian when you were like, talk, you're talking about this single time in Jersey your life. life yeah. Like what, what did marriage look like for you? Um, so my mom and was married. Um, she was married to my stepdad. And so I was very familiar with the concept of marriage. It wasn't foreign to me and the way that they displayed um, like love and their relationship wasn't exactly like you would see in a movie in terms of it just being like, 
like just this oversaturated almost like you have no other life outside of your partner yeah right um they did have their the things that they like to do and I love that about my parents marriage because it showed me that um you can do things with someone and you can do things separate from that person but still come back together um and based on the things that I watched um I also kind of had like a desire for a marriage I, I don't think I was ever like scarred or um, shied away from it um most of the people in my family whether it was like aunts and things like that they were um either married or inside in some type of like long-term you know relationship um so yeah I I wanted to get married I desperately wanted to get married and so did you have like a a type before like there was like a type of guy that you think you would end up with mm-hmm. or like, did you, are you like a dreamer? Like, did you have it kind of all painted out? Like, this yes. is what my life is going to yes. be like. This is my husband's going to be like, and what, what was that? Um, yeah. So if you don't know, I'm very much that person that, that kind of sometimes has their head like in the clouds. So like, I think about things a lot. I like, um like create yeah that's a good word um I don't want to say fantasize because it just has like a negative connotation like I ain't got no sense sitting there thinking about things I shouldn't be but it wasn't that like but I do in a sense do fantasize about concept of marriage Mm -hmm. and like what that would look like um and so yeah what was your did I answer your question yeah like I well I also asked what your type was oh right did you have a type type? did I have a type um I mean I think in my head, I had a type because um, just to like give a little background, I didn't ha- like date before I got saved. Um, I got saved at 16. And even though that might have been like a regular period for people to be in relationships, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, blah, blah, blah. Um, like I didn't. And so for me, a lot of what I thought I would want was again, like just in my head. Right. So it wasn't yeah. like I wasn't like I was older and I dated this type of guy and I was like "Mm, not really into that maybe I like this you know what I mean like I didn't really have much experience in that so it was all what I thought in my head yeah um and something that I did was I would always um match my hobbies and the things that I really liked to the person that I would potentially marry because I felt like that would just be so perfect you know what I mean like it's like when you see the singer that marries the producer it just makes sense you guys are constantly making music together (laughs) you know what I mean like or um the the athlete that um marries someone else who's an athlete different sport but like still athletic like when you see those couples yeah like where it's just like okay like they're always working out together or they go and run together and it's just yeah it just seems like it makes sense so I would often outside of like personality, I would often like my type would always be like somebody who's like into music because I love music. Someone who's spontaneous and likes to like travel and like, you know, would be like taking me all over the world and blah, 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 <laughs> like, like money and a thing. But, yeah. Okay. So tell me about how you guys met because I mean, there's like a two part to this because yeah. I know you guys met initially when you're really young mm-hmm. and then, I don't yeah. want to tell your story, but yeah. So tell me about that. So yeah, I met um, my husband when I and please give his name because this is T. His name is Janoy. Thank you. And I met him when I was ten. Um, so yeah, I was in like sixth grade. Um, I don't remember him a lot mm-hmm. in grade six specifically. I just know that we like we kind of ran in the same circle. Mm-hmm. So like I, one thing about when I was in middle school, there was like a group of 
um, a group of us that like all kind of hung out together, um, girls. And then the guys, there was a bunch of guys all hung out together. And a lot of those girls had gone to school, elementary school with the guys. So we know we always kind of min- mingle. So it would yeah. always be like, you know, our crew and their crew mm-hmm. type of thing. So we always were around each other, but we didn't really, like, we weren't like besties or anything like that. I do remember Uh-oh. once <laughs> in, I think it was like eighth grade. I don't even know if I've ever told him this, but I I had a crush on this guy. Uh oh, you weren't. I guess not two guys. You were the first love, and, <laughs> and um, one of them were his was his friend. Mm-hmm. And I remember like he would he would always like make like suggestive comments to me, like mm. oh like go oh, talk to this guy. Da, 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 da. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, and like it's just so funny. Like now, like looking back, like you're like ah go talk to this guy, but like. That wouldn't have happened because now I'm talking to you. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we met in middle middle school, and then um, you know we went our separate ways for high school, and then circling back to literally the summer that I got saved, he ended up going to summer school with um, my best friend at the time, mm. and oddly enough, I was supposed to go to summer school with her that year. Um, neither of us needed summer school. We just I was gonna to say take... you guys are all smart people. Yeah, like we just like and he he was exactly yeah. he took the course just so he didn't have to take it during school. Yeah. And we wanted to take a course so that we would have an extra spare. Yeah. Um, so anyways, the course that I wanted they didn't have, and I wasn't about to take no chemistry, no biology, yeah. no media art science. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go, but she went and he like witnessed to her and everything like oh, that. Wow. Um she didn't end up um coming out, but um yeah, I ended up getting saved that same summer and so how did you guys back end up church. reconnecting because you have this friend yeah did you weren't in the school so was it the friend was like hey this weird guy and then like, like whatever no, that kind of so happened like on the first day because i would go <laughs> she was like my boo basically guys so um, <laughs> i would go and get her after yeah yeah i remember those after, days i know like, those like ones. you know you get your bus pass yeah. you jump on the bus like okay you're done school let's go yeah um so i would go and um get her after um after her classes or whatever and then i remember seeing him there and be like oh what are you doing here and so yeah i was just kind of like oh hey good to see you again and then msn was still popping and so he you guys connected on msn then yeah and then he did he witness to you like he didn't witness to you how did the church thing happen because ultimately you guys end up meeting up in church again okay so he um had a friend that was on his account once that invited me to church like while like while they were talking on his MSN. Oh. And then they added me to their MSN. Um, you know, MSN. MSN is like, just like, killing me right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Please. Dating myself. But yeah, so um, and then I started talking to that person. So when I ended up getting saved, um, like I was no like I was in the States at the time. And so I was no longer kind of rejecting those like, oh, come to church type right, of comments. Yeah, I was open. like, I got saved. And I was like, bro, like I just got saved. Like, yeah. can I come to your church now yeah. type of thing? And so then I just ended up going to the church. And when I did, I was like, bro, like, what is this? Like what is a this reunion? Because there are so many people that like I actually ended up seeing that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Right. So tell me about the crossover now, because now you're talking about, you know, you guys being middle school friends, like everything's all, you know. Cool and kosher <laughs> and whatever. So tell me about the transition of like 
liking Janoy or Janoy liking you? Or when did that happen? How did it happen mm-hmm. first? When was the transition period between friendship to relationship? Okay, so for him, I'm sure it was a lot earlier. <laughs> I'm sure um, it was at first sight when yeah, you guys were 10. like, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, for me, I remember there were a lot of times that, like, we would talk. Because, um, again, like, it was we're just in the same like circle of friends. Yeah. So like we would talk all the time, um, whether it be at church or after Bible study, blah, blah, blah. And like people had, you know, put that in my ear that, you know, like, I think he likes you. Da, 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 da. And like, I had no interest in him like th- in that way. So it was kind of like, okay, that's cool. Um, but then, oh man, like I can't even like pinpoint like, the hour or the moment. Yeah. Um, but I do remember like a few conversations that I was having and I was like, bro, like I think I like this guy. And it's annoying. You're like, one of those people why? where like you start looking someone you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because like I guess the idea of oh like yeah, like we were friends, da 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 was just kind of like to me, like that just seems so yeah, like really that happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just in my head I was just kind of like it was just gonna be like this guy that like just came off the street all, and just yeah all it was was yeah. just the infatuation with each other right. it was never the the, the friendship. friendship then things you know got serious stage which i mean that's cool too but that just didn't end up being what happened for us and yeah so it just kind of it just kind of developed and i remember i think i was on the phone with you and i was just like yo like i have something to tell you <laughs> you're like what 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 why why that was like, yo like i i think i like to know i know and it was just <laughs> Because, like, a whole thing. Let me give the podcasters the background. Like, everyone's been trying to set up Renee and Janoy since inception, anyway. So, it's always a thing of like, we all know Janoy and Renee are going to like end up together. But it was like a running joke almost. Like, we'd always tease Renee about like liking Janoy or like, you know, you're going to marry Janoy. But like, she wasn't having it. She has a serious game face, guys. Like, it was no, no nothing she wasn't gonna give nothing she wasn't gonna be like yeah you're right guys you know some people just fall into it that wasn't Renee yeah so when she finally was taking the bait it was like bliss for all of us so yeah in um the Christian world at least in our Christian world we talk about courtship and we do courtship um courtship is a little bit different than dating just Mm -hmm. to like a real quick summary it is dating with the intention of getting married so if you look up courtship it's a, a very um traditional chivalrous thing where you know a man is kind of taking your hand to get to know you with the intention of marrying you or you know in a on a serious note basically so it's not that you're just like talking to this girl just for a few months dating around yeah dating around i don't really like her like it's very intentional um you know a person enters courtship pretty much when they have all of their ducks in a line to say, I'm ready to commit to this relationship. Yeah. People usually also don't court for a super long time. It's kind of like we're dating to kind of get to know each other, to just make sure this marriage thing is going to work mm-hmm. on the other side. So it's not like you're just finding out about them for the first time. It's yeah. pretty serious. So with that being said, how did Janoy ask you to court? Uh, funny story. So, um, okay. So normally... I would go to Saturday morning prayer um, at church. And this in particular day, I I don't know. Now I'm thinking like, I don't even know if it was a Saturday. I think it might've been a holiday. Um, but in any case, um, I didn't go, slept in. And um, I remember my mom coming downstairs mm-hmm. and being like, 
uh, Monet, someone's knocking at the door. And I was like, okay, you like answer the door, mom. Yeah, like, yeah, what does yeah. that have to do with me? Yeah. And then she's like, no, like, it's a guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm immediately thinking, like, okay, like, I'm thinking that it, it's him. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. But like, all, all of a sudden, I'm like nervous. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I'm sleeping in. So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like I'm, just, I'm just not ready. <laughs> so, I was just like, like just tell, tell him to go. Like, not right now. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, just, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, I can't come to the door. Like, I didn't, like, my room was in the basement. So, and the door was, like, on the way upstairs. Yeah, I so, that. I can't just, like, finesse it. Like, there's yeah, no way. Like, yeah. I, I, I need to brush my teeth. Yeah. I need to make sure my hair was okay. Like, mm, we're yeah. not doing this. Just, just go away. So, anyways, my mom sends him off. And then um, I think she told me, like, well, just get up. Like, you know, like, what if he comes back? Da, da, da. Like, what, like, what's going on? She's asking me. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, he's probably going to ask me. But you to really work. thought that. Okay. So, backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you, did you anticipate that he, okay, we might start courting soon? Yes. Okay. So, you you weren't, you're like, okay, this could be the moment. Let's not, like, mess this yeah. up with, like, me coming out with rollers or something. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, what, so, what happened after that? So, then, whatever. I got ready. Um, and then I think he might've sent me a text message or something like, Hey, like come to your door. Um, and I'm pretty sure he didn't leave. So mm. like, he probably went in his car or something yeah. like that. It's, um, January. I live in Canada. Oh. It's January. I live in Canada. It's January. <laughs> I live in Canada. So it was cold. Um, and Oh, okay. I know why I slept in now because the night before, wait, what am I telling the truth? <laughs> She's like, which part of my life am I telling what, You know what? Forget it. Forget it. I thought. Never mind. Well, yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyways, I I was uh, <laughs> I was you know I got myself ready. He finally came back, and he's just like you know, hey, like you know, meet me at the the park near your house. So I'm like, okay, like so I have to walk to the park near my house. It's not far at all. It's like literally like a two second walk. So I walk, and he's standing there like in the cold, and there's like Poor an guy. easel up, and on the easel there's like this like painting of myself that he got some artist to draw oh. or whatever and so he's um he's there and he's just like shivering and i'm just kind of like thing. awkwardly like oh my God, I'm gonna <laughs> so then um yeah he just goes through like this little speech about like how you know um much he is interested in me and likes me and names some of the qualities that i have and i'm not going to you know like puff my chest and tell you all the great things about me because if you've been listening to this for any period of time like this is like well like podcast number 10 like you already know like, she's a gem so yeah he's he's just going on or whatever and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so crazy um and then he was just like yeah so you know i just want to know like you know I don't even know what the words he said. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think he said, like, would you want to be my girl? You know? Yeah, yeah. Check, <laughs> check box. Yeah, exactly. Yes or no. Um, but, you know, something along those lines. And um, I am 100% sure that I was like, um. No. What do you mean, um? What do you mean, um? I'll think about it. No. Yeah. Do you guys, you guys hear I'm Renee? So you hear guys extra, hear Renee? guys. <laughs> I know. Like, I just like to make things a little bit difficult for people. A little bit of a tease, I guess you can say. And then, what, five seconds later you said yes? Um, or you text him later? Or what? how So how did you end up saying yes? Um. So, yeah, he was just like, okay, so he's like, come on. Like, you're not going to tell me? And I'm like, you know, I just I just need some time to think about it. You know, I just, I'm just not sure. Like, She's really playing out this um, movie right here. So, <laughs> yeah, like, just making it, like, even more difficult yeah. than it needs to be. Um, But I think he knew that I was joking, yeah, yeah, because I don't think he would take it to that point like 
if there, you really there were must unsure. have been all the signals that he needed to ask exactly. in order for him to ask right exactly. um so yes i obviously ended up saying yes and that same evening um we ended up like going out with like another couple and we went to like this asian restaurant if you know anything about me like i love like Asian culture and so he took me to a Japanese restaurant and we got to like you know like when you see them like cooking the food in yeah. front of you and like on that like nice walk thingy um but yeah and it was just it was just it was good it was it good was, it, it was sounds it little... sounds like yeah so that's like a nice little yeah courtship story so let's fast forward through the courtship now I'm assuming everything went well I mean I saw it play out before my very eyes yeah. but <laughs> let me just tell y'all it went well so let's get into engagement and marriage so okay. Were you the kind of girl when you were younger to like fantasize about your wedding and mm-hmm. dream of what your wedding would be like yes, and envision yeah. it in your head? And um, you were. Okay. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> Tell us about it. Um, I mean, I, I wanted everything you can think of. I wanted the band. I wanted the outfit changes. I wanted, <laughs> you know, like uh, just... I just wanted everything to be lavish and like I wanted like outdoors and like I just pictured flowers galore and like letting out like doves and just the works like everything Again, another you can Hallmark think of movie until yeah until you find out how much all that costs and you're like whoa yeah you want to go to the corner yeah yeah because yeah like let's just save this money for house or something um but yeah like I had always envisioned just getting married and yeah like that whole like fairy tale wedding like it was very appealing to me like so now you're getting you know deep how long okay well how long were you guys courting for before you got engaged a year a year so let's take it down to maybe like 10 months Mm -hmm. okay you know we're gonna we're gonna get married at some point i'm just waiting for him to ask Mm -hmm. what's going through your mind when you're now thinking because one of the questions in the game i asked you was like describe how it was leaving the nest what is going through your mind at this point when you're thinking man, I'm going to be like really transitioning into like being a wife and leaving Mm -hmm. my family and like living on my own and living with this guy and like, you know, going through the whole thing because you guys didn't live together before. Exactly. You know, you guys didn't, weren't intimate in any kind of way, not holding hands, not kissing, not hugging, none of those kinds of things. So you're really moving into like a transitional stage Mm -hmm. now. What was, what is, if there was anything going through your head at that time, what was it? Um, I, yeah, I was definitely nervous because, yeah, I'd, like, I've never had any of those experiences in terms of, like, moving out with somebody yeah. and, like, knowing that we have to start up, like, all by ourselves and, like, we have to get, like, dishes and this and that yeah. and all of these things that you don't think of. Um, and just, like, knowing, like, I think I was excited. I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I was excited about, like, all of the wifely duties. Yeah. Because I thought that was just going to be so much fun. I'm just going to cook and clean. Is it fun now? Testify. <laughs> it's fun to have a clean house, I guess. Yeah, that's it. It's like, someone else can do it for change, you. But, like, if somebody else did, I would not complain, <laughs> like, ever. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I was just unsure like I didn't know what it would really look like yeah but I think especially in that stage of just getting to know and like just that like fresh falling in love thing it was it was exciting to know that like whatever it's okay like I'm gonna I'm gonna be with him like it's gonna be cool yeah because we're cool it's just it's cool it's cool everything's cool everything's so cool. describe you getting engaged now mm-hmm. what was how did he ask you oh my goodness so um that was a whole thing um what did okay we it was on family day um oh, that yeah, we went yeah. out like he we went out with my family 
and we went to I think Kelsey's or something like that and on the way back um he stopped at the gas station and got a water bottle um he's just like he's like yeah I'm just thirsty I just need to get some water or whatever so he got gas and then he got water and my mom I remember my mom thinking like like saying like you know like you can have water at my house like you know that. yeah like, you stop to get water. yeah so he was just like no no that's cool I'll just grab it here or whatever so I'm like okay so now we are um you know leading up to my house and my brother um and my cousin my cousin came with us my brother gets out of the car and he's like yeah like we're just gonna go like whatever we're just gonna go for a walk or whatever and i'm like i was like okay cool like later um so i get into my house and i see like like rose petalies like all over like kind of like scattered on the floor or whatever but again it's family day which is in february so right. it was it's cold. cold winter yeah like there's like some snow on the floor but it wasn't like full-on snowing but anyways i get into my room now and my room is like completely decked out like rose petals and hearts and things coming from the ceiling and there are ring pops everywhere which is like a running <laughs> joke that we had that i said like i don't care like about the ring like you know you can get me a ring pop and like i'm down yeah yeah yeah. like that was a lie but like i just said it <laughs> but um yeah so it was it was nicely decorated and then there was a box that looked like a treasure chest box um and it was small and um it was empty but it was clearly like a, a ring box mm-hmm. right um and there was like you know like it was it was beautiful honestly um mm-hmm. If you want pictures, I'll send you pictures. Okay. Um, but it was IG. really, really nice. And um, there was like a note that said like, you know, um, meet me, like meet me where I asked you to court. So I walked to the Aww. same same little park and he was standing there again out in the cold. Um, and this time, like, I was like, I, I know, I know. This, this is it. I know this is it. And you're not going to say I'm going to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously not. Um, And oddly enough, like, my mom was freaking out a little bit because she was like, who came in my house? Who came oh, in my house? she didn't know? Because she had no idea. Oh. And um, I knew who had done the setup because they returned something that they borrowed from me. And, like, they left it there. And I'm like, really? Was, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, thanks, friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think I, yeah, I called I called her. I called my friend that um, helped him set up. And I was just like, what is going on? What is going on? And she's like, just go. Like, yeah, just go to the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to the park. <laughs> like, little did I know that she was, like, at the park, like, freezing herself off as well, like, <laughs> recording everything. Um, but, yeah, he, uh, he was there. Again, speech. I'm amazing. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he asked me. And then I said, yes. She said, yes. And, yeah, obviously. then we had, like, our little, you know, engagement party yeah after party was, right away that was nice was super cool which is something that i always wanted to do because i i just thought it was so cool when i yeah. saw like, engagement parties i'm like that's so nice yeah and you also yeah. didn't know the engagement party was happening did you i didn't you so didn't. um he was just like yeah we're just gonna go to joey's after like you know yeah. we just get dessert type of thing and i'm thinking like yo we just ate like i'm full but yeah okay. yeah um and so then when i went um like all of our friends were like yeah. upstairs like at the in the top of the restaurant waiting for us and i cried obviously <laughs> and like yeah it was just uh, a mess then i had to call my mom because she was like what is going on yeah of course your poor mom is out I there know. like what's happening my baby's leaving exactly so now you're planning a wedding yeah um was that stressful was that i mean i'm sure it was a mix of everything yeah. but what was the tone of your engagement like um chill 
chill that's good yeah like because another I'm, transitional stage of it, like yeah you know. it's a lot it can be a lot depending on your personality it can be a lot more than it needs to be too i think um just knowing like as a christian um there's certain things that i didn't focus on and certain things that i didn't want my aftermath to be um a lot of people get into relationships and plan their weddings with like all of the dreams that they've ever had growing up, not thinking of the reality of life. Yeah. And um, I know that when I was hit with the reality of life, like, okay, well, you know, these are some things that I have to take care of financially. And these are some of the things that we're walking into in marriage. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, forget the orchestra then. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Forget the harp. Let's save the harp for 10 year anniversary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, and maybe not even 10 years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so a lot of those things, I think that, um, just having like a realistic perspective of, um, what I'm really planning for helped me because you're planning for a future. You're planning for an entire marriage, not just the wedding day. And I think the people around me also stress that very much. And so it made it very easy for me to just, okay, like forget all of this, fluffy stuff like no I'm not gonna get a ten thousand dollar dress because that's insanity it's one day like you know what I mean like of course you want to look good but again like with all the planning I didn't allow myself to be stressed out I we both um did what we could afford to do yeah um and we still made it look and what and what you wanted like you still were able to like execute your your plans Mm -hmm. or whatever having what you wanted but also being realistic about it exactly okay so that was all good and dandy for the engagement. Mm-hmm. You get married. Life is great. Yeah. Tell me about the first few months of married life. Oh, my God. I was going to say first few days, and I'm like, okay, obviously that's honeymoon, so everything's kosher. Everything's oh, my great. gosh. But that was, yeah, that was great. Um, so tell me about the first few months. You can get into <laughs> the honeymoon months. if you want, but what was the first, like, I'm, you know, more trying to get into, like, the reality mm-hmm. now like now you're married like it's not like oh my gosh like we they went to st lucia right you went yeah to st. lucia they went to st lucia they were on the atvs they were living life yeah, yeah, yeah. food all day yeah. like live everything shout out to sandals bro you like, know <laughs> but um honestly like when like real life hit um it was still it was still good mm-hmm, yeah. um it was nice we didn't have any furniture in our apartment and to me like that was very like this is strange but ultimately like i know this sounds cheesy but like just us being there together like it was made a world of a difference Mm -hmm. like it was totally fine like i remember our first time going grocery shopping our cart was like those carts that you don't want to be behind in the line because (laughs) it was overflowing (laughs) but like that's just one of the things like just getting into marriage both of us leaving the the nest for the very first time we were literally getting every single thing that yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. pop and, and i think cereals exactly <laughs> and we did that honestly in the first couple of months in marriage we pretty much did everything that we wanted to do in our relationship without without any restriction so we got we went out a lot and went tried out yeah. different restaurants we made different bucket lists for things that we mm-hmm. want to do and accomplish um we got back into the reality of work life mm-hmm. um i think even oh yeah like within the first little while after um getting married um like Janoy like lost his job and I was mm. the one that was working and that was like you know right like not what I Can't expected plan for that, that to be but like he would bring me to work he would pick me up mm-hmm. and like it was just you just kind of realized that when you marry the right <laughs> person um you know you get through things you do different things there's different things that you don't expect to happen in life but you just kind of get through it with that person. And ultimately, like, living the day-to-day 
for me was a lot more exciting than just the wedding itself or just the honeymoon itself because now you really get to see who you're who you're dealing with. You know what I mean? And a lot of people make it seem like, oh, you know, it's the first year of marriage or da da da. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, it wasn't. And mm-hmm. if it is for you, that's okay though because ultimately, if you come out on the other side together, that's exactly. all that matters. You know, I watched. I actually saw a little clip. It's like a one minute. Um, clip of Viola Davis and her husband. Mm-hmm. I never even like thought about Viola Davis being married just because yeah. like as you know on how to get away with murder and she's like a savage and then like yeah. I just never think about her as a real person. Oh like the, the black left. Yeah series. and so yeah. she's there with her husband and I think it's like I don't know they were sitting down talking about marriage I guess but this is just a one minute clip mm-hmm. of her talking about marriage and she made a really good point and she said you don't marry the person you marry the day to day. She's like when it's like settled in that you're just in this on a day-to-day, then you know this is marriage. Mm -hmm. Because people go into marriage with, like, maybe as a dream or, like, you know, just these plans or a very ideal idealistic way of looking at how it's going to be. And she's like, you're really – that's not really marriage. Marriage is waking up, going to work, doing Mm -hmm. daily duties in the house, coming home, having dinner, and going to sleep every single day that's marriage like you know the other things where you celebrate stuff or like you have fun together that's here and there but it really it's about the day-to-day and when you know you can do the day-to-day with someone then you know you're like solid in your marriage yeah it's absolutely true because ultimately like you were saying like if it's not you're not celebrating something if you're not going out somewhere like when you guys are just chilling together if you can't you know have that open communication if you don't feel comfortable if you're not enjoying yourselves when you are literally just being yourself. Exactly. Like, because that that's marriage. That like marriage not, is yeah, not always is. going to the restaurant and, you know, whatever, going mm-hmm. on vacation, taking these amazing pictures for IG, like selling it to the world. Like yeah. this is we're so happy. Marriage is literally like, yo, what are we gonna eat? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's you're gonna okay, cool. So <laughs> yo, can I have your keys to the car? So like you, yeah. that's marriage. Like, yo, I'm sick. Like, yeah. you know, can you go get the store, go to the store, get me some Tylenol? Or yo, you slept in for work. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. That's marriage, man. Like it's yeah. So, you know, it's not we both had this idea of going into marriage as like something we definitely wanted to do. And we we want people to want that, but we yes. also want people to know like the reality of it. Yeah. Like it's all fun and games, it's all amazing, but it is just like going through every day. And so I think we spoke about this last week where we're talking about like, I think somebody asked like, when do you know you're ready for marriage or whatever? But I just remember um, mentioning like, you know, when you're mature or maybe it was you, um, when you're mature and when you have that, you're ready to take on that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Because if you just think it's just all going to be fun and games all the time, then yeah. it's not really it. Exactly. So uh, what did you, what was the difference between maybe what you thought you were going to be like as a wife? versus what you are like as a wife at least in those in that first year yeah um I definitely thought that I would be more of like the Stepford wife like mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna do everything like don't worry about it like laundry got you dishes done um <laughs> floors swept mopped and polished like <laughs> I I definitely just yeah I I fantasize that I would just be so committed to doing it all by myself. Right. Um, and then when I actually got into it and like we were saying, like just the day to day, it's like, yo, sometimes I just need the help. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to work and I come home and I have ministry commitments and you know, I'm attending church just like you and I'm waking up early to get my prayer and my reading in just like you. 
like you can help me out a little bit. For Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, cause I I gotta make the dinner. Yeah, gotta wash up from that. Like, you can you can wash after we eat, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you can help sort the laundry, or like you know what I mean. Like. If we're going to do our cleanups, like, let's say on the weekend, like, you can take the bathroom and I can do the room. Like, you know what I so mean? So how, like, how do you, how did you feel maybe if there was a difference, how did you feel about um, going into marriage with like traditional roles? Like some people are very anti-traditional um, roles of like mm-hmm. what a wife should be like. What was your perspective on that? I was down for traditional with a mix of you can help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because again, that's what I saw. Like my mom mm. was very like, she's very particular. She gets things done. She's, um, you know, she's organized in that. She will wake up at the crack of dawn um, to do everything and anything that needs to be done mm. for the home without putting any pressure on my dad. Mm-hmm. But my dad was just the type of man that you don't need to put the pressure on me. I'm still going to do this. Right. Because I want it done just as much as you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to just leave it on you in a a very like um, this is your role like yeah like very just male chauvinist type of like "Ah, i'm not doing anything else or whatever type of thing like he was very much like oh yeah i'll wash the dishes i'm not don't worry about it like i can get the laundry today or you know like they helped each other out and so getting married and marrying someone who also you know likes cleanliness and things like that like i never really had to address it yeah um there might have been times like later on in our marriage where i was like you know like i just need the extra help Mm -hmm. but it was never like i never feel like Joe Chinoy doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like that is not him yeah, at all. Yeah, like for sure. I left the house and he was washing the dishes because yeah. he, he wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um which I'm grateful for because I feel like that's just another added stress and it, everything within marriage is for individual marriages, but for ours, yeah. That's what makes it function is just that that teamwork. Do you feel like you lost any part of your independence when you mm. became a wife? Did you feel like, you know, you were talking about in the beginning how you were like, you know, doing your own thing, you're a free bird, you're working, you're whatever. And I know you ended up working um, in the, in your marriage anyway, as yeah. you mentioned, but did you feel like there was a, a piece of your independence that was gone or a piece of yourself that you lost or maybe yeah. was it, was it a gain? Um, I mean, there were lots of gains, but there's definitely a sense of loss in, um and independence especially because we moved from like the city to a little bit more of a suburban area um in comparison to the city that we were living in um so it was just kind of like it was it was difficult for me because now I'm married and for example like I didn't well I had a car for a very short time before I got married ended up selling it um but um when I was like coming into marriage um, my husband has a car, whatever. So like just getting places whenever and however, mm-hmm. that was, that was great. Being able to go anywhere without, I mean, I would tell my mom, like, I yeah. guess, but it was more, like I said, it's more telling. Like yeah. I wasn't necessarily asking for permission. Like yeah. once you were I, like in your twenties. Yeah, yeah. Like once I hit my twenties, it was just kind of like, like you're good on that. You know that I'm responsible. You don't have to worry about me. Yeah. I might be like, Hey, like I'm going to be home late, but that's it. That was it. But like when you get married, there's just that like the constant need to check in with one another um, and out of respect too. You know what I mean? Like True. I didn't look at it like, oh my gosh, like oh, I gotta to check tell in. everything yeah. that I'm doing. Like yeah. it's like, no, like if he's out, I want to know like when to expect him because mm-hmm. I don't know what he has planned or even if he doesn't have anything planned or if he wants to have people over, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? So I just You felt like, like it was more like a give and take then. Like, yeah, I'm not necessarily losing my independence. This is just a part of marriage. Like, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it's just the reality that you, you do have someone that you're kind of leaning on more. So 
now a few years passed. How many years passed? How many years did pass before you guys had your first child? How far into marriage were you? Uh, three. Three years? <laughs> like, how old is Landon? Okay, so uh, but... now welcome into the world on May 20th. little Landon comes into the world. So tell me now about how your first child changed your marriage, if it did, for Mm -hmm. the better or for the worse or indifferent. Um, Yeah, having a child, it definitely changes the dynamics of your marriage. Um, It wasn't for the worse, though. Um, Things were just different. Um, But it just gives you a new common responsibility. um, And you... You have to try to kind of navigate what things do I want for him? What things do you want for right, him? Right, right. And like, if we want the same thing, how are we going to parent him in that way? Did you how guys, are you raising him in Did that you way? guys have a talk about what you wanted in terms of like how you would raise your children during courtship, during engagement, during... Did you guys actually have that conversation or you kind of just knew? I don't think we really had the conversation in courtship. If anything, we might have thrown around like jokes like about how many kids we wanted right. but like it wasn't like a well you know this is something that da, 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 da. because i mean just going into it as you know two people who love jesus it's just kind of like we know that we're gonna raise them yeah with that and ultimately that's all that really matters everything else will kind of work itself out but i think maybe more towards like um when we had to sit down and like okay like we want to start a family that's probably when we started having more in-depth conversations about okay how and what type of things are we going to um allow or not allow or you know what i mean like a little Mm -hmm. bit more of the details that way so now fast forward about two years my main man oh (laughs) on june 2nd Mm -hmm. look at me with the dates the date respect on my memory (laughs) little oh owen enters the world so now you're going from one Mm -hmm. to two kids Mm -hmm. How did that or did that change the dynamic of your marriage or your family? And obviously, it's going to change your family dynamic, yes. but specifically for your marriage, yeah. what changed? What was that like? Now you're like a legit family of four, two kids running yeah, a yeah. whole like ship, ship here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, that one was way more of a, a dramatic like um, components. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like um, having him, the new addition. Um, yeah, it, it definitely made a huge difference. And we've had those conversations within the last year because he's here in some change now. But um, yeah, within the last year, we've had those conversations where it was like, listen, I, I love Landon <laughs> and I love Owen. But if they become, you know, things that are separating us as opposed to mm-hmm. helping mesh us together, then that's an issue. And I want more kids but I don't want more separation. Right. So it's just right. kind of like we have to figure, we always have to sit down and figure out, okay, how are we going to make sure that we're connecting, that we're, because there there have been times, especially like with my husband's personality, like he, and I think most people, they, they know that children are innocent. Yeah. And so if he comes home from a hard, long day and he's just tired, he can still give 150% to them. And sometimes that means that, like I'm getting like the 3%. The and I'm like, yeah. bro, like, what did I do? And he's just like, nothing. I'm just tired. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you're playing with them. Like, you're asking them, what'd you do, buddy? Like, you didn't ask me, what'd you do, buddy? So it's just kind of like, you just have to make sure that like, you keep yourselves in check. Yeah. Um, Because to me, like, 
it's we're building you know what i mean like this is this is just us stacking on top of our foundation and so our foundation i i do believe is is um strong but within that we do also have to make sure that as we're adding we're not forgetting about things like you know what i mean we're not forgetting and losing each other and it happens sometimes and like i said we just check in with each other like bro like it's it's, it's been, been a while. A like, yeah. How you doing? Exactly. <laughs> you know what because I mean? kids do like, you know, they can't do for themselves. Mm-hmm. You guys, you, you know, like if you don't pack a lunch for Janoy or he can take care of himself, yes. you know, if there's no dinner, he can take care of himself. Yeah. Like he doesn't need whatever, but the kids do need direct attention. They yes. need, you know, just to survive. So, yeah. And I tell him that like, and we yeah. have those conversations where yeah. it's like, you know what? Sometimes we just need to treat each other. Like we are children. Exactly. And like, make sure Check that we're giving and- each other that because ultimately you never want to be in a situation where you feel neglected. You, you don't want to be married and feel alone. And you hear about that happening. Mm-hmm. People have been married for 15, 20 years and they realize down the stretch after their kids leave the nest, I, we have nothing in common. Yeah. We actually don't really know each other that much. Yeah. We, the kids left and now it's just us. And we're kind of like, mm, who's this guy? Who's this girl? Yeah. And people actually end up getting divorced because of that, because they've invested so much time just into their kids and making sure they're okay. And that's yeah. all great. But then you want your kids to, even after they leave the house to have that foundation that my parents are still okay. My yeah. parents are still together so that they have a reference point like you did mm-hmm. of what a healthy marriage looks like. Exactly. So last question, just to wrap it up here, what advice would you give someone who is in the transitional stage, getting into a relationship from your perspective? Mm -hmm. So not someone who came from a different walk of life, someone who came from a very similar walk of life that you did, not, not in many relationships, not focus on that, just really focus on, you know, being single, going to school, whatever. And now they want to transition into a relationship. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you give them? Um, well, yeah, if you came from a similar background, then you should have already been at a point where you feel comfortable in your own skin. Um, and you've established certain things for yourself. And if you haven't, then circle back and make sure that you've done that. Because like I said, when you get into marriage, you're bringing, you know, it's just the day to day. It's just all of these regular things that you're going to be doing. And if you have nothing to contribute to that, that's going to bring an unnecessary stress into your relationship as well. So I think just make sure that you are solid in who you are. And as you transition into a relationship, um, consider the things that have helped you get to where you are. Mm. Um, So, you know, if, if Jesus is, you know, whom is really the first on your heart, then make sure that you continue to put him first on your heart every single day that you walk um, and live. Yeah. Yeah, Like don't just get into the relationship and focus on, um, focus on that um, and make sure that that other person is also like-minded in that, um, that Jesus is first and that they have certain things in place for their life that they can add to your life and that you can again, add to theirs. Um, Yeah. Just make sure that you're ready to add and, and not subtract anything. Definitely be a whole before you go into a relationship. All right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Episode 10. I can't believe we made it. I know episode 10. Um, So the relationship series with the focus on marriage, the interview style, part one, part two is coming at you next week. So make sure that you tune in, hit us up on IG with any questions that you have concerning marriage, relationships, etc. Our Instagram is her soul speaks podcast you can also email us at her soul speaks podcast at gmail.com check us out on spotify apple anywhere that you listen make sure you tune in next time thanks for listening guys bye, bye.